It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. How many games will the Cowboys win in 2022 now that we know their schedule and what is the toughest part of their schedule? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, you see the Cowboys schedule. How many games do they win this season? 17. It's 17. easy. <laughs> That's a good way to start the podcast off. Uh, it's uh, we'll go through it a little bit. I, you know, I mean, I, obviously, I think the exercise of kind of trying to tick off games, <laughs> literally as the schedule get, gets released, is uh, a little foolhardy. But you know, look, we're here to be a little bit foolhardy yeah, I mean, this early in the season, here, right? So that's certainly uh, it'll be a fun exercise. But you know, it's it's I gotta say, it's it's a very different kind of schedule. I'm excited to kind of get into it because it, yeah. it, it looks it looks very different. Things are laid out a little differently than I feels like a normal Dallas Cowboys schedule would. Yeah, let's get right into it. Let's do a yeah. rapid fire win by or win by win, uh, <laughs> yeah. game by game. I mean, that's a brilliant slip. Uh, game by game prediction here. Let's start week one against Tampa Bay. Win well, one. I kind of feel like you almost have to loop those first two games together, the first two home games. Yeah. I think you come out of that. If you can come out of that one and one, uh, I think you got to feel pretty good about yourself. I mean, one of them is a former Super Bowl champion, and the other one is a former Super Bowl, last year's Super Bowl contender. So, uh, I think those are two very good teams. You get them both at home, um, which is nice. Obviously, it's a little bit easier. Uh, I love having the Bucks week one again. I really do because I thought that it gave the Cowboys something to really focus on towards, you know, working towards on week one. I think it will again. Um, it's certainly better than the monotonous kind of New York Giants, New York Giants, New York Giants, you know, uh, season openers we had, I think, uh, in the last decade. So uh, <clears throat> I, I'm, I, I, I'm excited and hopefully they can get out of that run one and one at least. And then you look, you, uh, what do you, I mean, what do you think after that? Like, it feels like, you know, you have the two games in the NFC yeah. East, you play the Rams and the Rams, that's going to be a tough game to win. I think, I think, if I you, think can you, get... like, you need to look at the, the schedule in chunks, right? Yeah. I, I, I look at the first six weeks of the season, Tampa, uh, Bengals, Giants, Washington, Rams, Eagles. If you can get out of there at three and three at worst, they're going to be fine. Honestly, they'll be they're gonna be just fine. If you're four and two or better, okay, we're having a different conversation, but three and three has to be at least the, the bare minimum in the first six weeks of the season. There's four problematic clusters of games in this schedule. I think the first two are difficult, obviously, even if even you're playing at the home. I think the the at Rams and at Eagles back to back is gonna be really difficult. I think uh, the, you know, the Eagles are, are an improved team. I still think the Cowboys are the better team, but I, I think that they're still going to be a better team than they were last year. 
uh, I think coming out of the bye to play Green Bay is great for Dallas to get that the bye to actually kind of prepare, but it's still going to be tough to do that at Green Bay and then turn around and do it at Minnesota as your kind of lead up into yeah. uh, Thanksgiving weekend, which is then the following Thursday after that Minnesota yeah. game. That's going to be tough. And then finally, that the 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 Philadelphia uh, uh, Saturday night game followed by the Tennessee Titans the following uh, Thursday. Uh, that's I mean that's going to be those I think are the the kind of clusters of of difficult games you have. And then outside of that, there's a lot of very winnable games for the yeah. Cowboys that they sh- absolutely should be favored in, uh, and and likely the winner. I mean they play the very kind of light handed AFC South. So yeah, you, we're we're going to go through different parts of the schedule, but let's uh let's just go through the games really quickly. Win loss, just kind of see it. So we'll say one and one coming out of the first two weeks, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Giants week three. Yeah, I think the Cowboys win that game. Okay, two and one. Washington week four. I think the Cowboys beat Washington. Okay, uh, so we're three three and one at this point. Uh, the Rams in week five. I think that's a tough game, especially playing on the West Coast. It, it's it's tough. So I think the, the Rams lose. I mean, the Cowboys win. I mean, like, yeah, the Cowboys lose. Sorry, yeah. the Cowboys lose that game. So three um, and two going into week six, playing the Eagles. I think, look, if we're just knocking these off realistically, let's say the Cowboys lose that game. I mean, I think if they're going to lose an NFC East game, it would probably be at Philadelphia. So I'm going to give them that one. All right, three and three going into the game against the Lions here in week seven. I think you beat the Lions. Okay, that's Um, four and three. The Bears the following week. I think you can obviously beat the Bears. You play both of these teams at home, which is obviously, I mean, not that you needed to necessarily, but it would make it a lot tougher if you're playing them in Chicago and Detroit. All right. So five and three going into the bye. Again, if they're four and four or five and three going into the bye, they're going to be fine. They play the Packers in week 10. Let's let's I'll take the uh, pessimistic realist version, you know, version of the schedule. So I'll say, let's say they lose that game. Okay. So that gives them a record of five and four after nine games. Uh, Vikings the following week. And I think they beat. Then they beat the Vikings six and four. Then they play the Giants on Thanksgiving. I think they kill the Giants again. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. One time they have a have some turkey and apple pie without tears in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that gives us what seven and four, right? Or six and four? I don't know. You were keeping track of that. Six I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> six, six and four. four. Uh, Colts. Uh, I think the Cowboys win. I. I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I, the Colts are kind of an enigma to me, and you might have a better feel for that having, covering an AFC team. But you know, I, with 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 Ryan, I, I just I don't really know. I don't know how that's going to form together quite yet. I guess. Okay. What do you think? That's a tough game. That's yeah. That's the type of team that the Cowboys probably don't match up well against the the run control or ball control, play defense, run the ball like crazy, but. I think they can win that game. So we have them going seven and four. Then they play the Texans. I beat. They think they beat the Texans. Okay, eight and four, Jacksonville. I think they beat Jacksonville. Nine and four, Eagles on Christmas Eve. I think they beat the Eagles at home on Christmas Eve. Merry okay, Christmas, so that, everybody. So that that would actually be. I believe that would be eleven and four. Sorry, uh-huh. uh, Titans in week seventeen. I think they could. Yeah, they they probably at Tennessee might be a very tough game. Uh, it's a, a late game. game. Uh, Tennessee's a good team, so I, I, let's let's say that's a loss. So that is uh, eleven and five. Five, yeah. And then Washington in week eighteen. And I think they beat Washington 
So you've got them going twelve and well, five. Well, well, maybe you know at that point if they're eleven and let's say they're let's say yeah. they're what was it eleven to five? Eleven to five. Right? You know, maybe maybe they risk some guys uh, and, and they lose they lose a, a a backups game in in, in Washington. So yeah, I, I went through the schedule uh, by myself, kind of doing the same exercise. It feels like their range of wins is somewhere between nine and eight and like twelve and five. Like they're going to yeah. be somewhere in between there. There's going to be at least one game in here where they're favored. They slip up. I kind of think mm-hmm. Detroit could potentially be one of those games. I think Detroit's better than what maybe the record will say. I think the Colts be, could easily be that game, honestly. Yeah, I could. I could also see Jacksonville if Trevor Lawrence just really takes maybe. off under Doug. Yeah, because like, it's it's the end of the season, so maybe they've really kind of figured it out a little bit. That 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 wouldn't shock me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right, I want to continue breaking down this schedule, Landon. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports <laughs> wagering needs, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, let's just look at the first eight or nine games of the season. Actually, let's let's just do the first uh, before the bye week. So the first eight. So that's Bucks, Bengals, Giants, Washington, Rams, Eagles, Lions, Bears. I was actually just on the uh, the Bleacher Report uh, show, and I said – I think a lot of people are expecting the Cowboys to start off the season 0-2 or 1-1, and and if it, it, they'll be okay if they do that, right? Because the, the rest of the schedule opens up. But I propose this. What happens if we get out of the first two weeks of the season and the Cowboys are 2-0? and They beat both of those teams, and now you're looking at the rest of the schedule like there might only be two games where they're not favored in. If the Cowboys can get off to a quick start and win both of those games, Landon, like we're talking about maybe this team being the number one seed in the a- in the NFC. Like that's that's how important the start is to the season for them. Yeah. I mean, especially if let's say the Cowboys, let's say the Cowboys go seven and one, right? Like, I mean, that that's that's not unrealistic with this with this first slate, right? Like they they somehow managed to beat, win those first two games at home. They lose to the Rams at, at, at in Los Angeles. Even that, even with an NFC one NFC loss to the Rams, uh, you, you have to wonder if they, you know, you're still within striking distance of of the of the NFC, you know, title and 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 with with a game against Green Bay still left to play, you know, mm-hmm. and that really, I mean, some, if something like that really happened, obviously that Green Bay game suddenly becomes super important. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, yep. beating a, another top NFC game, uh, uh, a, a team that that's going to be vying for 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 seating at, at that point. So, <clears throat> I, I think that you know there there is there's a range of outcomes that could happen, you know, at several different points of the schedule. But 
I do think that, and I kind of, I think we talked about it, you know, in, 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 on Twitter a little bit earlier. I like having Cincinnati and Tampa in the first two weeks of the season, because as we've said, you know, the first two weeks of the season are basically the preseason. It's, it's, yeah, there's a lot of variance there. Yeah. Teams haven't figured things out quite yet. Even the kind of more, you know, uh, veteran teams, it's still, you're having a rebuilding process. So there's just a lot that can happen, you know, the lot that can go wrong. And when you're talking about the Cowboys situation where they're probably going to be the dogs in both of those games, you want that extra variance. You want yeah. that extra yeah. uh, roll of the dice happening. So uh, yeah, I think that that, I think that, that could really play in the Cowboys favor. Uh, we should also mention week one against Tampa Bay. That is a Sunday night football game in prime time week three against the giants. That's a Monday night football game. Uh, 8 15 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. And then the game against the Eagles in week six. Uh, that's a, another Sunday night football game. So three primetime games in the first six weeks. Uh, in the first half of this schedule, Landon, what game are you the most excited to watch? I mean, that Tampa Bay game was so much fun last year. Like, so I, I, I'm kind of excited to see the rematch in the first half of the schedule. I think. That and the Rams game to me really stand out. I mean, the Bengals are obviously, you know, they were Super Bowl contenders last year. Um, so they're they're exciting as well. But I think both the Bucks and the Rams games have huge implications for th- throughout the Cowboys season and also are the games that feature, I think, the most interesting matchup between the two teams. You know what my brain went to that when I saw Tampa Bay? Wasn't Brady versus Dak or last year's <sighs> week one game? It was Tyler Smith against Vita Vea might be kind of rough, but also kind of fun to watch, yeah. right? There might be an earthquake on the field. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think I, I like I like their, his chance uh, uh, with 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 Tyler Smith versus Connor Connor Williams, Williams. in there trying to yeah. single block. Uh, well, Vita. it's also going to be nice that hopefully Zach Barton plays in this game, considering he that's didn't true. Play the last That's last year at all, right? Another uh, thought. There's absolutely no way that you can have anybody but Tyler Biotis start this game at center. Like Alex Lindstrom cannot play against Vita Bay in his first NFL game, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. It, I mean, is it or is it the other kid? I mean, that's that's uh, Farniak. I, mean, I think. Oh, I thought you're. I thought you're talking about your BYU center. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, it'll be tough if if it ends up having to be a. a, a a rookie against Vita Vea, that would be an extremely difficult matchup. Even if it's Farniak who hasn't really started a, a game, I don't think started. So uh, yeah, I would say Tyler Biotish, I mean, has an inside track at least in uh, he's, at least he's played against that guy again before, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, let's dive into the rest of the schedule because I think the back half is actually more interesting Yeah, because of some of the way the, the games are laid out. But uh, before we talk about those games, I want to tell you guys about Bilt Bar. We got to tell you about this new product that they have birthday cake puffs. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Have you, have you so tried good. one yet? It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I, I love them so much. Uh, I've, I've never had anything like this before. It's like that big tub of birthday cake frosting that you used to get. Yeah. You just dip your finger right in and you have a, some of that. It's exactly like that, except for it's only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. Uh, if you haven't tried it, Go to built.com right now and order at least a box of those. Absolutely fantastic. Plus, they've got so many other great flavors, including uh, they've got coconut. They've got the peanut butter brownie chunk. I like the peanut butter right now. My wife likes the cookies and cream. Uh, go to built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right. Let's uh let's go through the back end of the schedule. Um yeah. Packers after the bye. They did split up the Thanksgiving split that we're used to. We're used to having them play yeah, they Thursday, did. Thursday, Sunday. Now they're going to play the Giants on Thursday for the Thanksgiving game. Then they're going to play on Sunday. So you get that 10-day break, you get another couple 10-day breaks and then you play Saturday on Christmas Eve against the Eagles and then Thursday against the Tennessee Titans. So I, I like this way better for the Cowboys because usually if you're playing on Sunday and you're playing Thursday, that's a short break. Now at least you get five days to prepare for the Titans game. It's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. Uh, the, the saving grace there is, uh, f- first of all, if you're giving us the option between doing three games in 12 days, which is you know not uh, abnormal for teams that do this, uh, but but it's just that the Cowboys have done it you know, every year. If, if since they've done Thursday yeah. night games, if you're not going to do that, if, if this is the alternative, and 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 then on top of that, we get that extra day because we play on Saturday the week before, so you get a five day break as opposed to having two four day breaks within one season. Um, I, I I I think that that's a lot more palatable. You know, it's, it's just one of those things where. Uh, you know the the twelve days, three games to twelve days was was incredibly difficult. And I know, like I said, I know other teams have dealt with it, but like all it takes, especially in like COVID situations, was something like you know Mari Cooper's situation where mm-hmm. um, he got dis. And I don't know if we're dealing with that those protocols or whatever, but the point is, is that all it takes is like a, a short term injury, and a short term injury, a two week, three week injury, could be uh, th- you know a t- three games without a doubt, maybe even four. You know, so. Uh, it, it, it's just like a lot more manageable to kind of at least allow for hopefully short, fewer, really short weeks. And, and, and even if you have two shorter weeks, one of them's a five day week, which is yeah, better and, than, than normal. And I've seen this on Twitter. Even today, they say every team has plays three games in 12 days. It's true. But the difference is t- most teams aren't playing two games in, you know, you, when you play that short game, right, from Sunday to Thursday, you usually get 10 days to recover from that stretch. Yeah. The way that the Cowboys had it the last couple of years was Sunday, Thursday, Thursday. So yep. the benefit of playing that Thursday game is you get a longer break. That wasn't the case of the Cowboys. They had a regular scheduled week after that. That was pretty hard on some of their bodies at the late season part point. So I like this much better. I know that you have two stretches in there where you're playing on short rest, but – because it's able to be spaced out a little bit more, I don't. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, and I think especially last year, what made it, what made it brutal is that you were playing some pretty good teams in yeah. all those games. You know, so it was it was a, a difficult stretch of teams to play and the the, the brutalness of the body. I think with this, uh, you, you know, you 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 just are coming out of your bye week. You have a you'll, you'll have a difficult emotional game against Green Bay, but then you play Minnesota. You'll get your short week against a familiar opponent with the Giants that you, uh, you know, you've already played at that point, right? You should be favored, and then you know, uh, you, then you've got some uh, an extra some extra time to kind of deal with your two unfamiliar opponents at home in in the Colts and the in the Texans. So, 
And, and what then, I like about that Colts stretch too is you're home against the Giants, and then you don't play the Colts till Sunday night, right? So yeah. that's a, I mean, that's a long time to get ready for that game. If you can get out of that stretch between Vikings, Giants, Colts at two and one, I think you're going to be okay. I, I, I got to say, one of the things that really stood out to me in this schedule is how I don't want to say easy, and I'm really jinxing us, but like how much less of a, a kind of gauntlet that, that we have the Cowboys have to go through uh, in December. Yeah. You know, it's it's just so normal that the Cowboys are having to play these really difficult, you know, schedules in December, often because they're wanting to put the Cowboys on TV. So they want these high ratings games, but, and and sometimes because the NFC East is better (laughs) than than it has been. Um, But it just feels like you play the Eagles, you play the Titans. I get that. But the fact that you get the, the, the kind of the worst chunk of the AFC South all in December, basically, um, you know, is, well, I mean, you get almost the entirety AFC South in December. Right. So it's, yeah. it's it just really, I don't know. It's interesting. It's very different than what the Cowboys are used to. It, it almost feels like you'll have an idea where the, I mean, you probably will have a pretty good idea before Christmas where the Cowboys are uh, in the standings, at least for the NFC East. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, the other thing that we should mention is the weather. They don't really have very many games. I think you're going to have to be concerned about the weather. Um, you kind of go work yeah. backwards, Washington, yeah, the weather could be messy for that one, but man, week eighteen games are rarely relevant. I mean, but but the final game of the season. The other thing too, again, the fact that you're playing at Washington at the end of the year is actually probably a great thing because if you are playing up to what we've just said, you could have that whole thing wrapped up and maybe hopefully not even have to you know play starters in that terrible field that is bound to hurt at least three players who play on it that game. You know, so. Uh, that's you have to play on that field every season, but but to have it in the week 18 gives you at least the opportunity that if you play well enough, maybe yeah. your players don't have to expose their bodies to it. Yeah, and then you play you play uh the Tennessee game that that is in Dallas or that's in Tennessee. No, that's me. in Tennessee, yeah. So yeah. that one could be a little that they have an outdoor stadium, right? So that, that could yeah, be, but that I mean, a little bit chilly. Nashville is gonna be, I mean, it's 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 it'll be colder, but it'll it's be not, cold, yeah, it'll be cold, but it won't, but we're yeah. I don't think we're going to have terrible weather. Then they play home against Philadelphia at Jacksonville. That'll be fine. Home yeah. against the Texans, home against the Colts, home against the Giants, at the Vikings inside, at Green Bay in November. I mean, all things considered, it's not a bad time to play the Packers, right? In the middle of the season, it'll be colder, but it won't be December or January. You're not sure. You're not playing in the snow. And so I, it's, they, and it's mid November too. It's so it's just yeah. getting like colder, you know? Yeah, so they'll be fine. It'll be cold, but not that cold. Yeah. Um, last question before we head out. Uh, how are we going to make sure that we don't get divorced with this stretch of uh, Thanksgiving game, Christmas Eve game? How, how are we going to survive that? I mean, we're just going to have to be really good husbands up until uh, up until season starts. Because, I mean, uh, yeah. And honestly, I don't know how I'm going to figure it out. I mean, selfishly, I'll be I got so much traveling to do. I, I thought about maybe maybe seeing if I can make that Eagles game, but uh, we got to figure out a way to get you to that Tennessee game. If I yeah, can that make would be, that happen, that'd be a lot of fun. Well, I just I just found out my sister's actually going to be home for during that stress. <laughs> so it's like, of course, they had to play the Titans. Hey, when she's going to be home. You could so. you just need a house sit. You just need a house yeah, sit for one true. for one night, right? Yeah, you'll be yeah. fine. Uh, Cowboys and Raiders both play on Christmas Eve, which is a sure. Uh, it's a that, telltale sign that I'm going to be single right i wanted I, I wanted to apologize when i saw that because i was like wow that's uh, just unbelievable 
Good All right. So Tampa Bay, <laughs> week one. Uh, yeah. it. I can tell you some news now. We're going to have a crossover show with David Harrison at Lockdown Bucks next week. To start talking oh. about this week one matchup, it's a little soon. Wow, already, huh? I mean, he's ready to go. But man, this is—we've done go. these shows before. We've went game by Let's game on the go. schedule. It's pretty manageable, and it's not—it doesn't seem terrible. Look, I mean, you know, now that we've kind of calmed ourselves from the off-season hysterics, we've been through the draft. You know, look, we still don't know what we've got from the draft we still got a lot of boxes to open up to figure out exactly what we're going to get from this team. The team hasn't even been assembled yet. So uh, yeah, uh, but looking at the schedule as, as, as it is, it makes you, once you kind of actually get to start, you know, visualizing the games and like thinking about the situations and the matchups as we know them right now, it, it makes you feel a little bit better about your situation. It makes you become more realistic about what's happening. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think this this is a this is a schedule that especially since it's so different than it normally is, it's it's different in a way that's favorable to the Cowboys, and, and I and I think they have a good chance this year. <laughs> Somebody say, can you imagine the panic when we're sitting at zero two? It's going to be interesting. Yes, to see what I've, I've seen it before. Yeah, I, I can imagine. We, we it, should but... say we've actually said this last year. Like, there's never been a year where zero two is more meaningless, right? Yeah. And if the Cowboys it's only gotten start... more meaningless over time. Right. Yeah, and if I I feel like this with this one, if you go zero and two and your losses are against two teams that, I mean the Bengals were up within a play of winning the Super Bowl last year and the Bucks won a Super Bowl two years ago, yep. it's not the worst thing in the world. Like you're you're not going to be out of it. Now, if you lose to the Giants in Week Three, that's when things start to get a little little hairy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think you know, especially if one of those two teams is an AFC team, you know, it's like you hate to lose against anyone, but the fact that you're losing against an AFC team early in the season, it's like, those are about as meaningless in the long stretch of things, yeah. uh, uh, games as, as there are. All right. So your official prediction for the Cowboys 2022 oh, no. season is oh, no. 12 and five. Yeah. Let's say 11 and six. Okay. That, yeah. I, I debated between 11 and six and 10 and seven. I'll go 10 and seven just because it's you. It's me, and uh, <laughs> there'll be a couple of weird games in here. Like, it would not shock me if they yeah. beat the Packers but lose to the Vikings the following week. Like, something like that will happen. It just does. It's the NFL. So Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That, But that works both ways, too. So for, for Cowboys fans that are pessimistic and optimistic, uh, it never kind of plays out exactly as you expect it to, does it? But but no. sometimes the ball bounces. That's why the ball's oblong. Sometimes it bounces your way. Sometimes it bounces yes. the other, right? All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday to really start our off-season shows. We'll start getting ready for uh, mini camps, uh, which Cowboys will have a rookie mini camp over uh, over the weekend. Maybe we'll get some news and nuggets to talk about. We'll start some training camp previews because we're like two months away from the Cowboys reporting for training camp. It's going to oh all God. happen very, oh my God. very fast. So follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can check out the show on YouTube. Uh, follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.